Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome all our brother and sister baby boomers to the show that's made just for you another day above ground. This is where we talk about all things that are relevant to boomers. And it's, uh, you know, and why not? Because who else is talking about us? And uh, when I say we, of course, I'm referring to my two partners on this show. Let me introduce from Denver, Colorado, the lovely Carolyn Strauss. Well, hi, everybody. And we're past 4th of July, and I did some research, and there were 150 million hot dogs eaten on 4th of July, most of them by that guy in New York. Joey so, Chestnut. Joey yeah. Chestnut, exactly. Most of them by him. And But it didn't say how many vegan hot dogs were eaten. Because this is America. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that. A good friend of mine, uh, Tyler Lincoln, made a post I saw online today. He said, I ate 62 hot dogs yesterday. I wasn't in a contest. I was just high. (laughs) I don't think I've eaten 62 hot dogs in my life, but that's a whole other story. Well, and, and it depends on what a hot dog is. Otherwise, joining us from Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of Comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, they held a NASCAR race in downtown Chicago this past weekend. The, the race had to be delayed for several hours because uh, they had to wait to, for the arrival of new catalytic converters. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was the first race to include a target that they had to shoot at as they went around one of the curves. You know, that was a, that's I little... thought that was the audience's job. I thought the spectators were shooting. I'm confused. I watched I watched part of it and had I think I had the best seat in the house because if you're down there you're on the ground looking through a fence and you only see the car for a split second when it goes by you and then you got to wait till it goes all the way around again. So TV had all the angles covered. It was uh, it was quite lovely. But I have a I have a question for you to start off today something that I just heard what finger do you use on your phone when you are texting or, or dialing? Do you use your thumb or do you use your forefinger? I use my forefinger. Use your forefinger. Tim, you? Uh, I think it's a thumb for texting and a forefinger for dialing. The, uh, they did a survey and the majority of millennials use their thumbs. Right. And the majority of baby boomers use their index fingers. I found that to be very interesting. Hmm. Probably because our thumbs wouldn't fit in the dials back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I have a rotary phone upstairs. I'll go check that. (laughs) And doing some research in my time off, I found the first joke that was ever written down, it was in the 10th century A.D. It doesn't say who wrote it, but this allegedly is the oldest written joke, and here it is. What hangs at a man's thigh and wants to poke the hole that's been poked before? A key. A key. Hmm. I found that quite 
quite humorous. And that, that's the first <laughs> joke. That's why comedy really didn't take effect for another couple thousand years. But, you know. Was that written by AI? It looks, I, sounds like one of those I, jokes I, that AI would have written. I, <laughs> I don't know what Socrates' initials were, but, you know. Anyhow... We're uh, we're past we we made it past the Fourth of July. You know, once again, it was a celebration filled with uh, with fireworks and picnics, and depending on where you live, either uh, smoke storms, tornadoes, or blazing heat, or hail, or hail. That's I right. You guys had, had hail. Lots of hail. Wow. Yeah, we had golf ball size hail over the weekend. Wow! And this, this a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago was the hottest day ever recorded globally. The average temperature globally was the hottest it ever was, and this is the hottest. Uh, I think we just came out of the hottest June globally ever. So pack your bags, kids. The end is coming. I'm telling you, get ready now. But. Well, it's July. actually, no, you can't really say it's the hottest ever. It's the hottest since the invention of thermometers. Well, that's true. That's true. When it was first created, it's probably a little molten for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me think on, on, uh, on 4th of July, what's different about the way it is now and the way it was when we were growing up as baby boomers? You know, for instance, I don't remember fireworks displays going off every uh, second or third block. I remember I, I grew up in Cleveland. You had to go to a specific place to see these fireworks on the lake. But now, you know, they're every little suburb, every little neighborhood setting off their own fireworks. Was yeah, it well, legal out there this year? Was it legal in the Midwest where you guys are this year it, to have fireworks? You can buy them in Indiana, but you can't set them off in Illinois. Which is a law most people just, you know, don't adhere to. But you can't buy them here. You have to go to Indiana. Well, the original law in Indiana was you can buy them, but you have to go to another state to light them off. Really? <laughs> it was, yeah, the original law said they're legal to sell, but you cannot, they're illegal to use in the state of Indiana. You have to, <laughs> so we'll collect you, the money, but we won't take any yeah. of the risks. Yeah, in the, early days, in the early days, you used to have to sign a waiver promising to take them out of state. Wow, I never, uh, I never knew that. Yeah, That's then incredible. About, yeah, then about, uh, about five, ten years ago, they, they said, you know, this is stupid. <laughs> we know better. <laughs> We're not, we do. We do. We really don't think they're taking them out of state. Let's just. Let's just. Let's make the law honest. The thing that bothers me when I drive through Indiana and see all the fireworks stores is they're all run by guys like Crazy Eddie, Insane Lou, Mad Murray. I don't want insane people selling me Four explosives. Four Finger Joe. <laughs> but I remember growing up, fireworks were illegal in Ohio. You had to go that that time, I think, to Pennsylvania to buy them. And there was always, you know, one or two guys on the street that would buy them and set them off. But primarily, we were limited to sparklers, which mm -hmm. were safe for kids, you know, until they touched them. <laughs> right. I used to love sparklers. The coolest thing was sparklers. And then you'd write your name with oh, yeah, the you run around in the air. And, oh, I loved, I was actually thinking about sparklers the other day, thinking that, that we need some. Did you ever see, did you ever read the instructions? You're not supposed to hold them. Yeah, you're not. You, no, you're supposed to put them in the ground, light them, and get away. 
They like get incredibly hot. Oh, they do, incredibly. but they, that's why they leave that much of the wire. They but leave, I mean, like, you have no idea at the, the tip. Wire. You could weld with it. I mean, incredibly hot. And it'll, yeah, it's, uh, it'll... it's thermite, isn't that? Isn't that what it's called? Is thermite? I think so. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that what you? If you, uh, I can't remember the movie, but somebody uh, got into a safe with. You, they weren't, you know, over the counter sparklers. They were, they were, they were a decent thickness and length. <laughs> Which is important. <laughs> Both. But they were actually able to, yeah, it actually is able to cut through the metal of a safe. Yeah. Do you remember snakes? Those black little magic black snakes. pellets, black magic oh, snakes, and you lit those. Those little teeny yeah. things that you lit them, and they got really big, and then they were just ash. When it was done, it was like, what was that made of? I thought that was the coolest thing. And then you had, of course, you could buy the, the package of firecrackers. I forget how many were in there, like 20 or something, that you would, you know, if you were, if you were on a budget, you'd carefully peel them apart and light them one at a time. But, or you just light the whole thing and set it off. But, yeah, firecrackers were a big thing. Do you remember yeah. those little things that you would get in a little package and you'd throw them on the ground and they would pop? They yeah, popper like bombs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those. I mean, or, they came like a ton of them in the package, but they didn't do anything except make noise. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've, they were kind of like caps <laughs> if you if you were if you were yeah. a kid and had a cap pistol. They were they were kind exactly. of like that. Only they a little more a little more hair trigger. You could throw you could throw a roll of caps and it wouldn't. You had to had to hit it uh, if you wanted to make a cap go off. You had to hit it with a hammer. Had to hit it with a hammer, and if you got brave, you hit the whole roll with like a you know a heavy hammer, and that would be cool. Yeah, so we used rocks because I lived near the beach, so we'd go down to the beach and we'd use rocks from the beach to hit caps, and we'd hit the caps like each one individually. That long, skinny red strip with mm -hmm. the little round thingies on them. I actually remember this. That's thank well, God none of us are getting Alzheimer's yet. I was uh, so, I was you a set off of caps like the cavemen, and that's good. So. <laughs> I was a bit of a nerd. I used a magnifying glass. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. When you weren't burning egg or bugs and uh, ants, you used it on your caps. Yeah. We used to, yeah, used to write our name in the tar in the street with the magnifying glass. Too. <laughs> who, who knew we'd need it to look at the newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> Kids out there listening to this go, "What's a newspaper?" <laughs> my niece, then, my niece had no idea. With uh, uh, we were dry, uh, I drove back from California with her, and they have this huge solar installation in the middle of the desert. And it's all these mirrors focused at this this thing in the this uh, obelisk in the middle, and that's and that makes the water boil. It might actually even make s s salt boil. I mean, it gets so hot, and that actually runs the generator for the the solar installation. And I, she goes, "How does it do that?" And I go, "Well, you know, kind of like a magnifying glass uh, uh, on you know burning ants." And she went, "What?" <laughs> I go, "Really?" <laughs> You never? I don't you think never... girls did that as much as boys. You know, they you didn't... never saw a group of girls sitting around with a magnifying glass. I don't think kids No, do. we waited until we were older for that. She had a big brother. I don't think kids did that. I, I don't think kids yeah. knew the, the, uh, the, the, the joy of a magnifying glass on a sunny day. And how many homes, I wonder, have one? Yeah. I have one. Do you have one? I have several. Yeah. 
room. Well, well, well. Mine is my. I have a magnifying glass, but it's only about an inch. It's just a small. It's a small reader. You need a. You know, to concentrate the. You need like a big area of glass to to, yeah. to, to concentrate. I have my mom's paper. old one that she have, used to read the paper with. Yeah. Yep, I have my dad's old one right in the other room on my bookshelf, and it's one of the big round ones. Yeah. And then, of course, the big uh, explosive back then was uh, cherry bombs or M80s, which uh, you know that was that was the power uh, the power explosive. And you would put uh, you'd light a cherry bomb, put a coffee can on top of it, and watch the rocket go off. I uh, yeah, boy, in my uh, uh, it, since my youth, I have learned a couple things. Is number one, uh, your mailbox is federal property. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, you are. You do not. Even though you bought it, even though you installed it, that mailbox is considered federal property. That's why, if you're a paper boy, you're not allowed to put the newspaper in the mailbox because that's 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 because you're not a federal agent. And uh, uh, so, if you actually uh, nowadays, if you actually put the M80 in the mailbox, you could actually be charged with domestic terrorism for destruction of federal property. Wow. Yep. Wow. Now, what if, I remember in the old days, like we had a mail slot that went right into the house. Was that slot government property too? Huh. That's a good question. Yeah. We had a, we had a slot in the... I'm wondering, because I need my front hall painted. So I'm thinking it gets destroyed, and then I call the federal government and tell them, hey, your property is destroyed. You need to come fix it. <laughs> They'll get around to it in about 20 years. <laughs> and then, of course, I remember the, the biggest thing I remember as a kid were Roman candles. Those were kind of cool. Oh, you know, it shoots the balls. He shoots the balls up in the air, yeah. And my dad never, he never, be, not believed in, but he, he didn't relish fireworks. He never bought them. He said, that's stupid to spend a dollar on something that lasts a second. That's stupid. But if they were there, you know, if they were in the area, we'd go see them. But his big thing was every 4th of July, he would light a big railroad flare. It's like an emergency road flare. And it had a spike at the bottom. He'd stick it in the ground. And for 20 minutes, we'd gather around and watch the road flare. <laughs> and to to this day, I still do that. Aww, did you do it this weekend? Well, I I'm waiting. Well, we can't couldn't this weekend because Linda had just gotten out of surgery, and uh, but I'm waiting until uh, Liana comes over because she saw it last year. It's Pop's fireworks show. <laughs> but your fa- wait. So you go back to what your father said that he didn't want to spend money. On something that doesn't last, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's over in a second. You light how it, and boom, he, it's gone. How did he feel about condoms? What? Same, same principle. It's over in a second. Why bother? Yeah, then you take it off, you rinse it out, and oh hang it up God. to dry. I don't think he's ever had one explode on him. I don't, I don't know where, where exactly you're wow, going he's with lucky. that, but you know, <laughs> he's lucky. We all have. But uh, so, what? What did you remember? What kind of food do you remember from uh, from Fourth of July is in the past? Okay, you're gonna, this. Okay, I'm gonna give a recipe. Does this scare you guys? Oh yeah, write I this can... down, friends, and then yeah. burn it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, my mom used to make a lime 
jello pineapple cool whip pie so you take lime jello and you you know mix it with the hot water and then you put ice in it instead of the cold water and you mix it up and you take a can of crushed pineapple with the you know the sweetened juice and you use some of that juice and you put the pineapple in and mush it and then you put it in the refrigerator for like five minutes and then when it's a little bit thicker you add in a thing of cool whip and you fill a um, graham cracker crust with it and it goes in the fridge for like an hour I gotta say, it was really delicious, and now I'm in the mood for one, and I'm gonna have to make one. Our, and then uh, we- our family recipe was, we had one that was very similar. No graham cracker crust and sour cream instead of the, uh, instead of the Cool Whip, and the uh, addition of walnuts. Okay. I get wow. that. Wow. Yeah, but the coolest part is my mom used to then put white whipped cream on top or Cool Whip or whatever we had, and she'd make an American flag out of strawberries and blueberries on the top of the pie. I am going to have to make one and post a picture of it on our Facebook page. Wow. A Fourth of July classic. Yes. (laughs) I had vanilla ice cream. That's all I remember. (laughs) <laughs> wow. how creative the main food though i remember always was uh, was potato salad my mother made wonderful potato salad and we'd all be outside and the potato salad would be there in the sun for a while <laughs> and you wanted to get to that early <laughs> yeah you wanted to get to it before the flies before the flies and before the sun went uh, get to it, you know. But, uh, yeah, other than that, we just had hot dogs and hamburgers. I don't know if anybody had anything fancy on the 4th of July. Okay, so my dad used to make a dip for Ruffles potato chips. So he'd get Ruffles potato chips, and he'd make a dip out of, oh, what was it? It was cream cheese, so like the soft whipped cream cheese, sour cream, ketchup, um, sweet relish and pimento cheese, and you mix all that and you dip the ruffles in it. Oh my goodness, that was seriously good! Wow, what was that again? Let's go over that recipe for the listeners. <laughs> okay, um, it's it's the whipped cream cheese, like the how much how much of it? Um, a whole thing of it, and then a One whole thing. thing of sour One cream. One thing of whipped cream, the, right? Like container of 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 like a the big eight thing of sour the, cream or a medium no, or a small thing. No, the same size, so like the eight, yeah, like the eight ounce. Okay, so, like the so same equal parts. Eight, eight ounce, that'd be one parts. cup. And then some ketchup, and just until it turns pink. Pink ketchup. And some, um, and then some cream cheese um, with sweet, pimentos. And no, then yeah, some of that pimento cream cheese. Do they? And they still make some, that? Dill relish. Um, they I can't find the craft one. They used to have that little jar of the craft. Yeah, one. that My you always saved. Like, you always saved for a ju- make it a juice jar when you were right. done. Right. So <laughs> I've been looking for it. I think recently they stopped making it because I saw that in the grocery store a couple of years ago, and I went to look for it this year and couldn't find it. But oh, and, but don't forget the sweet relish. And you mix it all so it's a little sweet, a little tangy. Oh, my gosh, it's so good with Ruffles. Pota- but it has to be Ruffles because it's a hearty dip. So you need the, the thick Ruffles potato chips. So wavy lays won't do it? That is sacrilegious. You cannot <laughs> compare wavy lays to Ruffles. What? They're the same thing. It's like thing, comparing just... red vines and Twizzlers. They are not the same thing. No, they're and if both... you grew up with... no Twizzlers are awesome. Red vines are like like... Like tire rubber. That's two different companies. 
I know, but they're supposed to. People say they're the same, and they are not. Ruffles what? and Ruffles and Lay's are both the same company. Oh. Yeah. What do you put, What do you put on your hot dog, Carolyn? Mustard and relish. Okay. If you're gonna say ketchup, then I'd say I understand. Why ketchup like goes that, on right? burgers. Yes. Yes. Ketchup definitely goes on burgers. Um, Impossible Burgers, especially, because I'm happy with No, nothing goes on Impossible Burgers. They, too, belong in the garbage. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Have you had one? No. Well, so next time we get together, which, by the way, will be in about a week. I'm very excited about that. I am going to buy you an Impossible Burger. I'm not going to eat it. it. You're going to taste no. it. No. I've, yes. actually, I've actually had an Impossible Burger. And what did you think, Tim? I think it's impossible that anyone could confuse this with a burger. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it was just like, oh, really? This people rave about this? It's uh, no. It, you've been away from meat too long, Carolyn. If that one, if you actually think it tastes like meat, it, it's uh, yeah. no, no. That's probably the case. <laughs> I'm on a com- case. I'm on a completely plant-based diet. Cows eat plants, I eat cows. There you go. So, uh, but yeah, Impossible Burgers should, you know, be. <laughs> it's just icky for some reason. So what else? What other things do you remember from the 4th of July? Were there, did you have family reunions? Were there, uh, I don't remember any stores being open for big sales like they are on other holidays. Did you, did you dress up in red, white, and blue? Did you? We always dressed up in red, white, and blue. Always. It was, just, you know. <laughs> Every just, day you dressed no, in red, white, No, 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 no. Oh, Every 4th oh, of, of July. And so I grew up, you guys know that I grew up in Marblehead, Massachusetts. And we have one of the prettiest harbors in the world. And on the causeway over the harbor, that's where they'd light the, off the fireworks. The, the prettiest what? Harbor. Is that what they, is what they like called a, it in Marblehead? Yeah, in Marblehead, it's a harbor. There you go. Okay. It's Marblehead Harbor. We're going to get out of the harbor. We're going to watch the fireworks. It's going to be great. Yeah, no, seriously. But And then I remember being little and my dad, we had a beautiful light. There's a gorgeous lighthouse and a beautiful park at the lighthouse in Marblehead. And once in a while, my dad would, we'd set up a picnic and put out a blanket and me, my sister, my mom and dad, we'd we'd have a picnic and watch the fireworks from there. That was amazing. That was um, a happy memory. That's good. Yeah. Anything you remember, Tim? Well, you had a cool one this year, didn't you? Just go and see the fireworks in the symphony? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this year we went to Greenfield Village. I don't know. Do, do, uh, do you guys know what that is? I do. Yeah, Henry Ford Carolyn Museum. Not... Yes. For, for, for those that don't, is Henry Ford had a lot of money and nowhere to spend it. So what he did was he started going around the country buying like all his capitalist buddies' boyhood homes and disassembling them brick by brick and rebuilding them inside this uh, this makes this uh, village. Uh, it was you know it was a field it was a empty acreage off of his estate and uh, uh, it, the Wright Brothers Cycle Shop is there and there's uh, uh, Edison Thomas Edison's lab. One of the first factories. It just uh, the Heinz, the first Heinz fifty-seven plant is there. Uh, the chair Hart- Lincoln was shot in. Is that? Uh, I thought that was at the Smithsonian. Oh well, it's somewhere. I remember <laughs> seeing it. I thought it was when I was at the Henry Ford thing. Okay, I saw it somewhere. They do have. They do have the. Uh, they do have the limo Kennedy was shot in though. There you go. At the Henry Ford Museum. So anyway, so what they do is every year the uh, Detroit Symphony Orchestra. 
uh, puts on a, 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 a performance of, you know, essentially John Philip Sousa marches and uh, to go with the fireworks. And they have uh, actual Civil War cannons for the 1812 overture. So it's uh, wow, and they actually nice. light Civil War cannons. Yes, to... they do. Of course, <laughs> that's uh, cool. It's uh, yeah, it really makes you uh, really makes you wonder uh, uh, how much you know how it was to be in the day to face one of those when they had balls in it. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty scary. Yeah, Civil War cannon. There's really nothing that can go wrong with it. It's a big tube. Put in powder, put in a ball, and light the fuse. I mean, you know, it's not a lot of working parts, so they'll they'll last forever. Wow. And speaking well, of forever, so, no, go ahead. Yeah. What before I was I go just going to gonna say also one time while I was in college because I lived right down the street from um, the Charles River in Boston, where the Boston Philharmonic plays. You know, like the the famous Boston Pops. Mm-hmm. So one year I went to the Boston Pops show on the river on the Charles River and watched the fireworks show there, and that was that's something that everybody should do if you've never done the freedom trail in boston you can follow the whole freedom trail of the whole 1776 thing and then go to the fireworks on the fourth of july if you've never done that i recommend it spoiler alert uh uh it's not cast like a hamilton it is not (laughs) no it's it's the real people doing real things but you you do uh, get to throw fake bales of tea off of the constitution so that's kind of cool Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that bell rings. Me, that bell ringing means it's game time, my friends. If you are a listener of this program, you know by now that we've been partnering with a game called Boom Again, what I consider to be the best board game for baby boomers ever invented. And it's a combination of trivial, or it's, it's more like Trivial Pursuit, but just designed and focused on things we saw, things we ate, things we learned, things we uh, uh, heard, and it's really great. So what we do is every week, we at the end of the show, we ask three questions. If you get the answers to these three questions and send them in to us, and where would they send them, Carolyn? Another day above ground show at gmail.com. Another day above ground show at gmail.com. You send us the three answers and you would win a copy of Boom Again. Now this this game comes in a box that looks like a big cigar box. It's a it's not an inexpensive game, I'll tell you. But so it's well worth winning. But if you say, Well, I don't win anything, but I'd love to buy one, what could they do, Carolyn? They can go to boomagain.com, buy a game, and in the promo code on the checkout page, put in the number 10, 10 A-D-A-G. That's 10-A-D-A-G, and you will get 10% off the price of your game. And and we're not going to hold you to knowing these answers. Feel free to look up any of them because it's (laughs) worthwhile to send in the good answers to win the game. So here is the uh, the first question we had on the last show was, in basic slang, two bits was a quarter. In basic computer programming, what are eight bits called? Either of you? That's a byte. A byte, of course. That is a byte with a Y. Okay, our other question that we asked last time was, JFK visited the Berlin Wall in 1963. Tell us what he said in English and in German. 
You have to leave the room, honey, before my wife gets back. <laughs> Sie haben auch der Room. <laughs> what he actually said was, Ich bin ein Berliner, which in English is, I am a Berliner. And they immediately uh, taxed him. Since he was now a resident, <laughs> since a Berliner, then, Berliner is actually a, a a jelly donut, not a resident of Berlin. Berlin. <laughs> that's that's very true. And our third question last week is: What outdoor toy promised a kangaroo experience? Kangaroos jump I up had and down. One. Yes, Carolyn. A yep. pogo, pogo stick. Pogo stick. All yeah. right. So those were last week's questions. Now get your pencils, your pens, or other recording devices ready and, uh, and, and answer these questions. Number one, during many of his guest appearances on Laugh-In, Sammy Davis Jr. donned a white wig and gave what line over and over again? Sammy Davis Jr. put on a long white wig, come out and just give this line over and over and disappear. That's question number one. All right, question number two. One U.S. president was responsible for building the Panama Canal. Another one gave it back to Panama. Name them both. (laughs) That one you can look up. Okay. And our third question for this week is, where did I go? Oh, in science class, in science class, we learned that human blood contained four parts. Name three of them. Oh, Human blood contains four parts. Name three of them. Okay, those are our questions. (laughs) it's like my daughter graduated from college with a 4.0 average she said dad did you ever have a 4.0 i said yes i did blood alcohol level (laughs) Um, anyhow those are our three questions ponder them look them up ask your friends send us the correct answers and you're going to be receiving in the mail a copy of Boom Again, one really, really cool game to play with all of your baby boomer friends. That being said, it's time to go. So uh, let me just say, Carolyn, any uh, final words for our, uh, for our listener? Apparently, it's so hot, we're getting closer to the sun, so wear a sunblock. That is my advice. Yes, you should always wear I even wear it in the house, you know. But we're always wear, uh, always wear sunblock. And Tim, how about you? Uh, just go to my website, timslegel.com. Find out my tour, see some videos, some clips. Yeah, uh, it's an enjoyable, it's an enjoyable way to spend five minutes. It's a lovely tour. It's a lo- and when you're done with that, you switch over to daleirvin.com. And I too have some videos and some lovely wacky things for you to look at on there. And we always encourage you to go to our group website, anotherdayaboveground.com. There you have access to all of our podcasts, to all of the information about the three of us, and you can even leave us a note and we'll get right back to you. That being said, thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful, wonderful day because today is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for Another Day Above Ground. 
For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.